big love and great respect, welcome to the Aligned Boss Tribe podcast. Each week, this is where conscious leaders, driven creators, and spiritual entrepreneurs come to learn, grow, and refill their cup. I'm your host, David Lombard. Let's get into the show. excited for this episode of the Align Boss Tribe podcast because with me I have Lex Knott, multiple six and soon to be seven figure superstar coach, soul-led media, social media rule breaker, and founder of Fuel Your Freedom, Laid Back and Paid, Magnetic Offers, and the new Facebook community for women, rule-breaking, spiritually-led coaching brands and mentorship. Welcome, Miss Lex Knott. Oh, oh, thank you. Such a beautiful introduction. I am so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you. And I know that both of our audiences are going to get so much from this. This has been something that I have just been super, super, super excited to dig in with. And I just want to take a moment and, you know, I recognize you and how much I appreciate our connection. And so for those listening, I had the distinct pleasure of meeting Lex last year as my coach in a high-level business mastermind course. And it's just one of those things where with certain people, you just kind of, you just kind of job and you just kind of, you know, get a rhythm going. And and so I just want to express my gratitude, uh, not just for all that you do, but for our friendship and our relationship and the things to come. Thank you, David. I appreciate it so much. And I so agree. It's like when you know you know, when you know, you know, and if Amen. you get it, yeah. yeah, you just know you, you got trust, trusting our guts to who we're going to co-create with such a beautiful thing. So for those who don't know, you take us through some timeline highlights. And I know, you know, we're talking about from your job as corporate woman and life of the party, as I believe you once said, to sober, conscious, aligned superstar leader that you are in 2022. Oh my goodness, the timeline. Do we want from like child to where we're at now or more so like the business timeline? I feel like from how life was as a as you know, corporate America earning six figures, but not really fulfilled as you said. And you know, like you you said, life of the party, like doing the thing, and then like, you know, till now where it's like sober on your own with no limitations. I love it. Okay, cool. So yes. Okay. So for those that don't know, I am about to be celebrating about four years in business. And I'm just like, holy shit, right? First thing that I want to plant, allow yourself to never lose the magic of holy shit. I am doing this and this is my life. That is key. So coming up on four years in business and I'm going to take us back a little bit to the early years, just because I feel like this is such a pivotal piece of the story. And I feel like so many people can resonate with this. So even as a child, I always knew like, there's something really big here for me. Like, again, I know some humans can relate with like, when you're, when you're growing up, you're looking around and you're like, I love these humans, but like, I don't really believe like this is it. Like, this is not all there is to life. 
at the same time, as a child, I really learned like, cool, when I do X, Y, and Z, I get a lot of love and I get a lot of celebration, which created a lot of people-pleasing tendencies. Even though I've always been a rule breaker, there was such a big piece of me that was always trying to like mold myself and fit a box. So in my like teen years, I started doing a lot of massive partying. And when I say massive partying, like I was always still that human that like I cared about how I looked. So I'm like, all right, we're going to do lots of partying to feel comfortable, to feel like we fit in, to feel like, oh, we're having some sense of fun and fulfillment in life. But I always kept myself like really on the straight and narrow when it came to like working. Right. So when I was like 22, I got into this corporate environment where I'm like, dude, most people would get into this environment and they're like, this is it. This is all I need. Right. In two and a half years, I was promoted six times. Towards the end of that career, I was making six figures. Corporate had the, you know, the cushy vacation time, the gas card. They paid for my car, all of these different things. And it like feels like this perfect recipe for success. Right. If you don't, if you don't need that like heart zing of like, wow, I'm also doing deeply fulfilling work. So at the same time that this was happening, I had really long commutes. I started getting introduced to the world of podcasts. And it's like, it's so special for me to think about, you know, the three to four hours that I was spending in the car, that I was getting connected with these women who were opening my eyes and my ears and my heart to what life could really look like. Mm -hmm. I was introduced to the world of personal development. I got sober from drinking. I started working out. I started exercising. I started reading. I started doing all of these things. And with that, even if it sounds a little cliche, it's like, I will look back and tell you health and fitness absolutely changed my life. And I feel like in so many ways it like saved my life. And as I'm listening to these podcasts and I'm hearing about all of these women creating businesses and getting into coaching, I felt this heart zing of like, Lex, this message is being divinely given to you. You have changed so much. You are finally a woman who looks in the mirror and love loves what she sees and actually feels like proud, you know, about the woman that I was becoming. Mm -hmm. So what did I do? I invested big in having humans that were already successful at what, did I, what I wanted to do to teach me, you know, how to build a coaching business. I really say that like I really started my business at the beginning of 2019, but I actually started like showing up on social media in 2018, right? So by the end of 2019, I was consistently replacing my six-figure corporate income that I was making at my job. So the first year I built my business, I was also working like 60 hours a week. By May, or not May, by March 2020, I said, peace out. I resigned from my corporate job. This was my, I am never working in corporate again, gift to myself, or I'm never oh. working for someone else again. I branded myself, even though it's like, now it's like people wear tattoos in the corporate space, but this was like my big fuck you. I'm never going back. That's so cool. I never knew so that. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, so 2020, I went full-time in my business at the time I was a health and fitness coach and about a year ago, I transitioned to business coaching and I feel like the rest is history. It's like, you know five, you know, zero K months became five K months and five K months became 10 K months. And then it's like 120 K years became 120 K quarters. And one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about what I do and the message that I preach and teach 
as a business coach is that it's like, I feel like I cracked this code about a year or two into my business where I realized that business gets to feel so incredibly good. That you get to be a human. And it doesn't matter whether we're male, female, non-binary, whatever it is, right? If we are a human that really has this like spiritual, this like feminine, this I love to do the things that feel really good for me, right? Like our energy gets to become the strategy and the thing that quantum leaps are impact and income. So if there's like any wondering of like, well, how did we do like five to 10K months to like, how are we now making, you know, five figure days and multiple yeah. five figure months? Yes. It's like tuning in to what feels really good and breaking all the damn rules. Absolutely. I want to jump in because there's, there's so much here. And I want to highlight so much to go through. And I want to highlight a couple few things that I don't want people to miss because you just dropped, you just dropped a seminar in about eight minutes. And there's a lot in there and, and want a couple quick things that I'm hearing you say that I don't want people to miss because I even missed part of this story earlier was that guys noticed that like that, 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 that saying of you see the glory, but you don't know the story. And, you know, Lex did what it took to not only get six figures in the jaw in her corporate world, but then while replacing that income, building the thing was willing to do what it took. And I think this is oftentimes what gets missed, willing to do what it took, which meant 60 hours a week, right? And like, you know, am I willing to do that to get what I want, right? So that, that's a beautiful thing. Um, and I, th- there's so many pieces there. And I just love that, you know, the definition of mentorship is, you know, success leaves footprints in the sand. And, you know, you were open to that. You were open to being coached. You saw an example of what could be. And I can relate so much as a kid, just knowing, even as a teenager, like there's just there's something better. Even when I got into corporate America at the age of 24, became a national radio rep, was the only person in my class to get selected for this thing, blah, blah, blah. And this isn't to impress, but to impress upon the fact that the moment I got there, I just had this knowing. I'm like, I don't belong here. Like, I'm not going to last here. Like, so I was meant for something greater. And that's what I heard you say. And I love hearing your story about how you lived into that. And you heard women on the podcast who were living the life that you wanted. And you were coachable enough to model those strategies that got them the results that they have. And so I love it. And so I originally didn't have this as a question, but I wanted to make sure to put this in here because this is a big piece and notice how she was was becoming more spiritual. You were, you know, you were getting into personal growth and development, and saw the value in clarity and joy in sobriety. And so, I have an important question. Like I said, it wasn't originally on here, but what tips do you have for someone? Because this has come up, I've heard in some conversations. What tips do you have for someone desperately seeking to manifest? a new circle of spiritual growth oriented sober friends you know mm. traditional meeting kind of thing hmm. my so the way that i have done this in my own life is really through being connected in the online space right putting myself in containers with other women 
who are going where I'm desiring to go. And I think that that is so key, right? What I have noticed in my own journey is that, yes, it is important to have potent places to plug in with humans that are far ahead, really far ahead. It's like, holy shit, I am so activated and triggered simultaneously Uh how far I have to go. And also because I'm plugged in, it feels more close than it ever has. Mm -hmm. So like having those humans, those mentors who are light years ahead, but then also plugging in with humans that are right where you're at. Mm. Right. Learning how to normalize the success, the struggles, all of the different things. So for me, with especially like my my sobriety, for me, it hasn't necessarily been about I need to surround myself in groups that are, quote unquote, like themed around sobriety. It has been so much more about getting myself in circles with humans who have similar values, who have similar visions. And at the very least, it's like if I if I'm someone who wants to do big things, which shout out, getting sober is a fucking huge thing, right? If I am someone who wants to do big things, I get to surround myself in spaces Mm -hmm. with other humans who want to do big things. So whether that's, you know, connecting on social media, Facebook groups, joining masterminds, joining coaching, like whatever that looks like, that's been my personal experiences. It doesn't need to be themed. It needs to be, we're Mm -hmm. doing big things. That makes a lot of sense. It gives it a little more broad. It's not as stringent of a thing. And it's like, there could be people who, you know, aren't necessarily like strictly so, you know, necessarily sober. They went once in a while. That's not, that doesn't matter because what you're doing and where you're going is aligned. So yes, quick favor. If you would, for me, um, it, I just want to make sure so that everyone sees that vibrant face. Sometimes it looks like the video is, is getting a little, it's um, the connections. It's perfect. Now, of course, now that I'm saying this, it's a perfect connection. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is if you have a corner in your room, you might already be in it that gets the best connection in video. If, if you do have a better spot, I'll give you a second if you want to, if you can move it. If not, it's not that big a deal. I'm just. This is my hub. You've, okay, you've, okay, cool. you've frozen a few times, but when I see me, my connection looks good. Oh, perfect. Okay. All right. Well, then. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. We'll keep going. So see, this is this is what it's all about. Doing it in the moment, friends. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be fun. So, okay. So mm. let's talk about, I mean, we've known each other for a year. So who was, in a different context, Lex not July 6th of 2021 and Lex July 6th, 2022? Hmm. Who was I a year ago versus who am I now? Because I know, Highlight, you're on a massive path of growth and transformation and Mm -hmm. you're always growing. So, you know, I feel like if I was to think about the the human that I was in 2021, you know, a year ago today, I very much feel when it comes to like how I show up, the values that I have, those things are very similar. However, the way that I have shown up and led my business, it's like, holy shit, we're doing things, right? So one of the biggest things that comes to mind for me is the ability to feel the nudge and to move quickly without needing to have all of the answers. Mm. For my lens, this will always be 
one of the most essential human skills that we can build as entrepreneurs, as online business owners, coaches, whatever that looks like. The ability to tune within, feel a nudge, trust it without needing all of the answers. Mm -hmm. Now, something else that I want to highlight because we get to know ourselves, we get to honor we're all a little bit different. I have been jamming the hell out on all things human design, and I want to put out there that I am a generator. So it's like by my design that I respond to life. I feel a nudge. I trust it. And I'm not meant to need anything else. Right. So I want to honor all of us are going to operate a little bit differently. But I also truly believe that when we do this, on when we do this inner work to like unlearn all of the things previously, like any of us are capable of trusting ourselves and moving quickly. So it's like when I think about how I show up in my business and my life today, I move so incredibly quick. It's like beautiful. Here's the idea. I know it's meant for me. I'm the woman for the job. Otherwise, I wouldn't be receiving it. And I don't trust. I don't think we get it out there. We get moving. Our humans buy. We feel another nudge. We put it out there. We keep moving. And it's like, it's this beautiful momentum, right? Where when we create it, mm-hmm. we don't have time to play the small game. We don't have time to play the small game. Oh my gosh, my post only got X likes. Oh my gosh, um, it's been one day and no one's bought yet. Oh my gosh, like all of these little mind drama things that get created mm-hmm. when we're just like skirting by <laughs> and we're just like taking all the time to give all of the Fs. Uh-huh that can come up, right? There are things that can really keep us small and there are things which, by the way, don't actually matter. They don't actually matter. So this ability to trust myself, know that my intuition is my biggest nudge and be able to feel something and put it into action, that has has dramatically shifted. My ability to hold space to lead private clients and masterminds and multiple live programs and master classes, right? The ability to sell multiple things and have so much fun with it. The ability to have more spaciousness in my schedule than ever before, making more money and impact and like actually feel good. Mm-hmm. Like I deserve that and I've worked for it. And yeah, I'm not meant to just be here and work. I'm also meant to simultaneously be living my absolute best human experience. And the more that I'm living my absolute best human experience, the the better leader, the better coach, the more wisdom and experience I have to actually pour into my clients and my, you know, free community and all of these different things. So it's like the level of power and leadership and spaciousness and just quick action Mm -hmm. that I have stepped into. It's like, those have been the biggest things. And it's like, again, like, okay, cool. How are we getting from six figure years to six figure quarters? It's like those things. Right. I am absolutely receiving. Yeah. And I'm absolutely receiving that training, training right there. That is so big as my own mantra right now, because that is unequivocally, that has been a thing for me is you know, the lifelong course of trusting the intuition and moving with it. But the way you embody it and just imparted it out to us is super inspiring. And we can borrow that from Lex. We can borrow that, right? Before we completely are living in it, we can borrow that from Lex, which I'm doing right now. And I really appreciate that because that 
And then, like you said, it creates a cycle where, okay, I'm moving. I'm not thinking about the little things that don't actually matter. I have a nudge. I'm trusting my intuition and I'm moving with it. And that creates the space to then have an amazing life. And then having an amazing life creates the feel good to trust my intuition. And the, yeah. and the cycle just goes. And I love that. So, you know, and I want to, there's, there's a few things I want to unpack. So what would you impart? You know, I know this has also been quite a, uh, a year of challenges and growth and transformation for you too. And what could you impart to other entrepreneurs, coaches or otherwise, uh, from your personal experience around juggling life, like the life stuff and, and juggling and business? This is like my absolute jam. Anyone who's listening to this probably can already feel this, but I'm like, I'm, I absolutely like jam out on the energetic things and a huge, huge piece of what I teach with my clients is being able to develop this duality, right? And I feel like what you're asking me, it is this duality of how do we hold space to be a human and a leader? How do we hold space to have life happen while also creating momentum? How do we experience the sadness of maybe what's happening in the world right now while also feeling the excitement of like, holy shit, like the business is growing, right? Like mm -hmm. how do we handle all of those different things? And one thing that I will just share, because it's like part of my mission, this is like a, a small sliver, but part of my mission, I would love when we see like someone who's making six figures or seven figures or who has this amazing life shows up on stories and they're crying. It's like, it, it facilitates this feeling of like, that's so normal. Mm -hmm. Of course, of course she's where she's at and she cries and she feels sad and she does all of these different things versus what I feel like very much triggers this response of like, really? Like, holy shit, is she okay? She never posts things like this. Or it's the other side of like, wow, I didn't know that I could be a human experiencing all of these hard things and I could be successful. Like I want to normalize we get to cry and we get to have a hundred thousand million dollar day in the same day. And like, we get, we get to be strong enough to hold all of that. So all of that to say, ah, oh, there's so much that I could speak on with this. Two big things that come to mind right now. So first piece is a little bit more strategical, right? What I really teach to my clients and what I also honor for myself is that what's equally as important actually more important than like doing the things, which by the way, there's way less things that we actually need to do than we think we need to be doing is having the space to be and how that looks conceptually is like in your schedule, there should be so much time that is literally allotted to your being in whatever way this looks like, what makes you feel good, right? For me, these look like things like breath work, reading, having time to take a bath, moving. Gosh, movement is a big one for me. I'm someone that I need, I get to move in order to shift feelings, right? Some of us love to journal and it does the trick for me. It's like, I need to be moving, dancing, doing something to shift the energy. So on the one hand, it's like, set yourself up for success by already having so much space in your schedule to take care of the human piece of you, mm. right? Because before you're a leader or a coach or a mentor or whatever it is that you are, you're a human and you need to be able to take care of the human self in order to shift into the leadership hat, the coach hat, whatever hat that is. Beautiful. 
the way that I do this for myself, right, is it's like I don't have anything on my calendar before 11 a.m. ever. I also have at least, it's like weekends are always a non-negotiable, right? But I have at least three to four days per week where there's also absolutely no calls. No one needs me. I don't need to be on. Like I get to hold space for myself. But like figure out what you can do to create a schedule where it's like there's already so much time for you, right? Your business supports you being a human first. The other thing that feels really potent to share right now, just dropping in, is to visualize your different hats. All right, everyone here is going to have so many different hats, but let's keep this simple, right? It's like we have the human hat, we have the coach hat, we have the creator hat. Some of us have a mom hat for a mom, whatever it looks like, all right? But human, coach, creator. Now we're going to mostly, we're going to mostly be wearing that human hat a lot of the times, right? But what I want to pour into is that there is a way for us to develop a capacity where we can always be holding space for our human hat, but then we can activate and shift the energy and say, okay, cool. Now I'm putting on my coach hat. Whatever I'm experiencing in my human life is beautiful. And also when I put on my coach hat, I'm in coach mode, mm-hmm. right? It's okay that I'm experiencing self-doubt. I'm sad about a breakup. Mm-hmm. I'm going through all of this different change, sad things are happening in the world. It's like, we love that piece of ourselves and it gets to be in our human hat. But when we are putting on coach hat, it's it's time to lead. It's time to roll. When we're putting on creator hat, it's like, cool. It's time to create for the mission. It's time to like show up and pour into our humans. And I really do notice that, again, especially for those of us that are like feminine and spiritual and feeling all of the things it can literally make a huge difference to imagine yourself now putting on the coach hat and it's like, cool, human hat is going away. The one last thing that I want to pour in here, because this is a huge piece of this concept is like, we get to honor. This is a never ending growth journey. Mm -hmm. We're never going to be there. We're never going to be completely healed. We're always going to have triggers. We're always going to have doubt. We're always going to have all of the different things. So it's like, Let's normalize that those things are always going to be there and that the best leaders, coaches, mentors, all of the things, they feel those things deeper than the average human walking around where it's just like, dee, 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 right? Like we're just going through the motions. Yeah. The best leaders feel all of the different things mm-hmm. and they don't brush it off. They don't put it to the side. They use all of those challenges to show up and lead even better. Mm. to have the compassion and the understanding that this journey is going to be difficult, but because they've allowed themselves to feel it and work through it, it's like, cool. Now I know how to help you develop the capacity to handle absolutely anything. I know how to help you hold gratitude and excitement and your biggest cash month ever while also going through a divorce and things are hard and you're feeling all of the things, right? So it's like we get to normalize that those things are always going to be there and they don't devalue what we have to give. Mm-hmm. Okay. One last little note here, because I'm a rifter, just transmitting in the moment. <laughs> we also get to honor that there's no requirement for how we feel to show up, right? Something that is sometimes perpetuated in the industry is like, you got to be high vibe to receive money. Like you got to be high vibe to attract soulmate humans. And it's like, 
I don't like, I don't invest in the people that act like life is rainbows and butterflies. Like I invest in the people who are actually doing the motherfucking work because if nothing is feeling hard or challenging anymore, all we're saying is, Hey, I don't grow anymore. Like let's stay comfy. Let's stay comfy in the comfort zone. Right. So mm, that's what I would say to like, yes, beginning to develop that capacity. That's beautiful. I mean, I can so relate too. you know, I had something personal going on and it's that ever growing skill of being able to compartmentalize and that it's okay. And that I think part of that, that there's that, that need that, you know, we're releasing as we grow, but that need to be not perfectionistic, but show up in our best light, our highest life. Oh, I'm going to do this podcast thing, but I'm going to finish this hard conversation that I haven't finished having. And the controller in me, well, I want to have a resolution before I hop on this podcast because I don't want it to distract me when that's really just self-doubt. Because when I'm here with an intention, we set our intention before we did this podcast of who and how we wanted to serve, and it's important to us, my best self shows up. No matter what pain medicine the doctor gave me yesterday that had me doubting because I was foggy this morning and the whole, all the drama. And so I love what you're saying because, and guys, I also want to highlight what Lex is saying because there's actually a gang of science behind it too. It is proven to work. This idea of compartmentalizing and having it be okay, but using an anchor and an NLP, and I'm such a visual person, so I literally, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this more and more. I'm gonna put that hat on and put that hat on. It's coach time. It's this time, and that will also help those of you who this is something I've envisioned in my future, who have kids or have you know family at home, and you're coming home from work or whatever it is. And that challenge of, you know, leaving work at work, that quote mm-hmm. of leaving work at work. And I think what Lex is teaching us uh, is super valuable to assist in that also, being able to throw the hat on. So that was an incredible training. Now, to make the best use of your time, we're going to set a small intention because you and I are both thrifters and we could jam. We could do a three-hour session of this, like, clearly. Uh, We will try to set an intention to not quite rapid fire, but, you know, we'll try to do like a couple minutes for each of these questions. I do want to hit on a few things here and make sure we cover them. All right. So we have lots of new startup business. And some of these we've kind of already jumped into, so it'll be easy to do that. For instance, we have lots of new startup business owners and side hustle bosses listening in. And so what would you say if I was someone first getting started doing something experiencing fear and anxiety and getting started before you think you're ready, you know, because it's easy for someone to hear, trust my intuition and go with it, but they, they might not be quite, you know, they're just getting into this. So how would you, uh, you know, how would you, how would you encourage them that way if they're experiencing that fear and anxiety of getting started? Mm, yes. Biggest thing I would say rapid fire is like one, normalize it. It's like, holy shit, welcome to doing something completely new and something that's very important to you. It's like we all experience doubt and fear at every single level. There's no amount of money or proof that it's working that's (laughs) going to get rid of the fear and the doubt. So it's like we do it anyways. And it's like one thing that I would pour in is do it for you. Um, Do it for you. Do it for you, yeah. I do believe building a business It gets to feel so good. It gets to feel so easy. At the same time, there's going to be moments where it feels really damn hard. So it's like, choose a bigger context 
for why you're doing it and make that context big. Not, I'm talking about my offer today so that two new people buy. It's like, I'm talking about my offer because I would I would not rather do anything than this work. I would literally teach my offer to a wall. That's how much I freaking love it. And I'm showing up because in five years when I'm making millions of dollars per year and I'm a best-selling author and I'm speaking on sold out stages, I'm going to look back Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be so damn proud that I literally took the first step and just dove all the way in. So if I'm hearing you correctly, it really sounds like the mission is the core. The mission has to pull us so much that we do it for us. The, The mission, if we don't have a mission that's so juicy yet that we're more focused on all right, is this one going to sell? Will people be into this? Then that, that, if I'm hearing you correctly, of course I might not, but if I'm hearing you correctly, it sounds like that that might be a symptom that that mission is not in activating our DNA enough. 100%. Right. And like something that I know will land so deeply is it's like, how do we get fit? We get fit by becoming someone who is fit. We're not exercising and we're not eating to lose a pound. We begin exercising and fueling our body and sleeping and managing stress because it's who we are. If we want to get fit, act like someone who is fit, like become that human. It's the same thing with building a big business. Do it because it's who you are, right? Like you're the human that shows up and you do big things. That context changes everything. Well, and that kind of goes into my next question. Acting like the CEO you're going to be, are you managing your energy and schedule acting as if? My next question was literally, literally, the next, I love how they just lead into the next one was around trusting new, you know, people trusting the process and acting as if it was all on the way. And that literally is, that seems like a great piece to that answer is what would CEO me, what is CEO me of three years from now, given the goals that I say that I want, how are they going to be, how are they going to be being from exercise to meditation to managing compartmentalizing? I love it. That's beautiful. So let me ask you this. Have you ever had to overcome procrastination and in what area? the most? Hmm. Procrastination. It's like, of course, right? Like I, I think in, in so many ways, like we all are going to have things that we procrastinate in. And at the same time, it's like, I've always, it's like, I want something. I get that something by doing the thing to get it. So it's like, oh, procrastination, not not really my flavor because I am stubborn as hell and committed sometimes to a fault. Um, but it's like, yeah, sure, definitely. I would say especially around like selling, right? Like get selling consistently at the beginning of your business when you feel like you're hearing crickets, right? Or you're living a little bit more in that like self-doubt. Uh-huh. I would say showing up and consistently selling no matter what, like that for me was the easiest thing to sometimes be like, oh, well, like, right, we, we create stories around that. I can relate to that. Absolutely. Okay. So new game, factor fiction and tell us why. Ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Business coaches are the only ones who make substantial incomes online. Fiction. I have a, I, one of my private fitness clients sells her, her one-on-one coaching package for 10K. Okay. Got it. A client. 
you should only promote one high ticket offer until you filled up your coaching calendar with clients. Fiction. Why is that? Fiction all day. Because here's the thing. Here's the biggest thing that I want to impart for this belief. Not every soulmate human is meant to be a one-on-one client. Not every soulmate human is meant to be a one-on-one client. And what happens when we only have one offer and it's high touch one-on-one coaching? It's like, oh, well, this is the only way that I can make income. So I guess I should just try to get as many people in. And it's like, whoever comes, comes. Right. And it's like, so what do you what do you say to the person who says, okay, well, well if I, you know, need to get money going, where do we where do we where do they start? Where do you get a couple privates and then go? That might so, be into it. If I was completely new in business, right, and I was creating out my offers, what I would personally be focusing on is one high ticket offer, right? So this is this might be one on one coaching. Mm-hmm. I would be focused on one mid level offer right? This is going to be a program where I'm teaching something how to do X, Y, and Z. And then I would be focused on one entry level offer, right? This is like a $99 masterclass or some kind of like training that I can download because now it's like, cool, no matter what soulmate human comes into your world, they can feel yes. They can feel an offer that is divine for where they are at in their journey. Got it. And that, that, yeah, that answered sort of answered one of the next questions coming up. And so, you know, you should only promote one high ticket offer until you've reached proof of concept as evident by going full time first from this alone. But we just unpacked that, I think. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, I feel like this is, this is potent to share, right? It's like with this whole proof of concept, proof of concept idea, right? I truly believe that creating our business and letting someone else validate it is like the quickest track to being burnt out and not loving what we're doing. Mm. Right. It's like, again, it speaks to the people pleaser in me. That's like, Oh, let me create something that you want when it's like, excuse me. It's like, this is my business. Well, yeah. this, is my mission. this is my mission. And in order for me to create in order for any of us to create longevity and sustainability, It's like, create the offers, again, do it for you, create the offers that you would literally sit in front of your wall and you would teach it to a wall. Like that is how much you love teaching these different things. So in my world, there is no proof of concept. I get the idea. I sell it. My soulmate humans come in. I keep making that momentum Mm -hmm. and it's about keeping that long-term vision in mind. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't have time to get sad because two people joined the first whatever. Right. It's like keep showing up for the fact that as you keep consistently promoting and creating in a year, what if there are a hundred humans in it? Right. It's like that that is what we're building towards. Right. And just hearing you say that gives me permission on a couple of ideas that I've had. And I'm like, well, you know, whole brand isn't necessarily meditation, but everyone keeps asking me to do more guided meditations. Like when I do my coaching clients, it's their favorite thing. And people keep saying your voice and you should do these guided meditations and these things. And so the voice over here, this is just real for you guys. I mean, transparent with what comes up for me too, because we all have this stuff come up, you know, oh, well, who are you to do? You know, you're just, you know, you're going up against competition with the Calm app and your coach, Jay Shetty and this person and that person. And well, you know, they'll just go buy those, right? And so it's all that stuff. And what Lex is saying, what I'm hearing is it wouldn't have been born in you if it wasn't for you to move forward with. And 100%. yeah, and like, you know, the next piece I was going to go into was like promoting mul- the true or false, 
Promoting multiple offers is only best for personality types who thrive from doing as many projects as possible at the same time, uh, which is clearly, you know, not true, as I was going to say, because most people should laser focus on making one thing good uh, because that old phrase, you know, chase two rabbits, you'll lose them both. But I don't think this is two rabbits. I think, like you said, this is tears. This is of the same mission. And so I, I think that you, you, you pretty much answered that. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So we answered that question too. So here's another one. It's easy for Lex. She's always so excited and motivated. Just look at her stories. Look at how her energy, look at how she shows up easy for her. Mm. So I don't, I, I think we're still in the fact or fiction and it's like, this is a fact and a fiction. Right. Because it's like, yes, genuinely, I am so excited and I have given myself so much permission for things to feel so easy. And at the same time, it's like the fiction piece is like this. The fiction piece is I am not motivated, motivated. It, like I don't need when people are like, Lex, you're so I'm like, I'm not motivated. I'm committed no matter what. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's a huge difference between I'm motivated, meaning like I show up when conditions are perfect. It's like, really? When are conditions ever perfect? No mm -hmm. one, no one who's doing big things is motivated, right? It is this energy of being committed no matter what, which is why I get, I don't get into all of the scientific things of like, what are the best traits to like sell multiple things or do this? Like what I get into the energy of what feels so good for you? What feels so good for you? What offers are on your heart? What is the soulmate human that you truly want to serve, right? What is the workflow and the amount of hours that feels so good for you? When you are doing things from a place of what feels good and like, what is that full body hell yes, it is almost impossible to not feel so damn excited about life, right? Like what I have today is not something that was modeled to me. It doesn't even make sense. What was modeled to me is like 60 hours a week, work until you're 50, yada, 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 like all of those different things, right? I didn't know there was a reality where it's like, yeah, we're making multiple six figures working on average 11 to 15 hours a week, right? So it's like, yes, excited, all of the things, totally true, so, right? But Yeah, so no, if I, I love that. So if I'm hearing you correctly, they are not mutually, they're, you know, being, it's not about being motivated because when shit gets hard, that's when, you know, it's about you're committed, but what helps you stay committed is also doing something that lights you up so much. And I guess it plays together. Yes. Yes. I don't, I don't even use the word motivated in my vocabulary. I honor anyone that does, but in my world, it's like motivation is, is paper thin. Well, right. And even, you know, Tony Robbins once said motivation is like a warm bath, right? But even the idea of, oh, well, I'm not motivated, but I stay inspired. Well, I think there's moments where as humans, we're not even inspired, but if we're committed, uh, then, then we're committed to that mission. It's, it's, it's not the stuff. I want to clarify for people. I don't think I might be wrong. It's not necessarily the daily actions that are always so fun. But that vision, the mission that we're excited about is the funnest piece. Because sometimes being committed, 
there might be things we have to do that aren't necessarily fun. I mean, you're running a business, right? Well, and it just, it just depends, right? Again, my whole flavor is if it doesn't feel good, cool, it's not your way. Or you're creating mind drama, right? So there's times when something, ah. when something you're doing in business truly is aligned for you. And it's fun. And if only you weren't creating stories about yourself, it would feel like the most effortless thing that you do. Then there's other times when things don't feel good and it's true resistance. Then I'm like, beautiful. Let's figure out what's your way. Right. Right? If you're doing it your way and it feels good, this is this perfect balance where it is about staying committed no matter what to that bigger vision of like, what is the bigger context? It's not, you know, the bigger, the bigger context. Yeah. And I think that pulls us through the minutia of, oh, maybe I'm not an admin tech person. You just got to figure it the fuck out until we're, we're in a place where we can outsource it all, you know, mm-hmm. those things that we don't want to do. So, yeah. So in context, of course, let's objectively separate fact from fiction once and for all around this subject. Is the frequency we're broadcasting from what we're embodying and our way of being that's one. And two, our messaging, the only two things that we require to attract bigger audiences and more clients. Those two things. I truly believe that that, that is a fact. Like it's, it's our embodiment. It's us being the biggest example. It is our messaging. How are we speaking to our humans? And then it's like, of course, as everyone can imagine at this point, the underlying ingredient is no matter what. Mm-hmm. Got it. Right. Showing up with that energy of no matter what. Yeah. Do you agree with this statement? What many coaches who tell you just to attract dream clients in the DMs don't mention is how they did this and they did that in the beginning. And now they're in a position where they no longer require to do 10 DMs a day. I feel like I can't speak for most for most coaches. Right. The biggest thing that I, that I would, one of the biggest things I would tell to anyone is like, stay in your lane, baby, blinders on, preach your message. But one thing that I will say is again, it's like tuning into that nudge of what feels really good for you, right? Like in the first few programs or the first few coaches that I ever worked with, I was very much preach this message of DMing clients in order to get clients. Right. One thing that I will be so transparent with in this moment is that that was nothing that I ever consistently committed to. So like when I show up as a coach who's like, hey, if you want to sell specifically in the DMs, you don't want to send cold DMs, you don't want to do sales calls. I'm always speaking that from a place of like, I never really sent DMs either. Right. Like I've Mm -hmm. always tuned into this vibe of being able to have content and a context that's so good. Yeah. So many humans right. want to come in. Like so, right. so many humans want to come into the world. But I will say that I do feel it is so important for us as coaches to be giving that context. Because I think a lot of times that context is not given yeah. and it makes the world of the difference for people to not be comparing right. chapter one to chapter 365. Right, right. And I will say, like, I think I'm I it's not a devil's abbey because it's I think it's agreeing with what you're saying is. Some of us are still on the path, you know, some coaches are still on the path to discovering what that is to be that magnetic in social and so forth. And I know like for me, when, when, you know, a year ago, an online coach accelerator, it was like, 
dude, yeah, people, okay, you, your energy, you guys told me people resonate with your energy, just send 10 videos a day or just do this. And I still have this as a thing from you was like, how about this? What if you just did 30, 30 to 45 minutes sessions or whatever it was, 25 minute sessions, two or three times a day. And however many you get sent is what you get sent. And that gets to be okay, you know? And so, yeah, I think it's, I think it's different. It seems like it would be a different scale for everybody. And, you know, not to beat it. I think we cover this, but you know, for, for, for final clarification for a new coach looking to serve first and foremost, but in reality needs to get the bills paid, leave a bad job or do something for their family. What is, and again, I think the answer is it's different for everybody, but I know there's people out there who are asking this still, what is the fastest way to fill their sales calendar with appointments? Mm. Given those life things going on and they're, but they're learning how to do what you're saying. They're learning to trust to feel good. And, they're, and yes, they're into that. And they've got these, you know. I love this. Okay. So I feel like starting with this blends into this, this point perfectly, right? In my experience, I speak to a very specific flavor of human. So it's like, once you listen to this, go peep my Instagram. If you vibe, then it's like, okay, this message is for you. I don't believe in speaking to everyone. I speak directly to my soulmate humans. Amen. My biggest, biggest piece of advice, and again, it's going to sound cliche, but it's the moneymaker, is from day one, be you. Let your business be your essence. Work with mentors who actually support you and creating a strategy that honors your energy, not some kind of blueprinted, like... Mm blanket statement for everyone, right? Because also it's like a moment ago, what we notice is it's like, wow, we get to outgrow things in our business, mm -hmm. right? It's like things that I did in the beginning in terms of like doing sales calls and, you know, yes, having periods here and there of like sending DMs. They're not, they're not methods that, that jive with me, right? And even if I was teaching new coaches, unless they actually like DMing or like sales calls, I'd be like, cool, let's do it your way, right? Cool, create potent content, cool, sell in the DMs, whatever that looks like. So it's like from day one, be you and work with mentors who have this energy of like, yeah, this is how I do it, but your way is so much cooler because it's yours, uh -huh. right? And then always, as you are getting support in your business, it's like intuition is North Star, right? You can mm -hmm. be taught amazing things and you can also check in with your own intuition, and be like, cool, these are some micro adjustments I can use to make that strategy feel more true for me. But it's like, why do humans hand over, let's just throw out a number, like 30K in full? Why would humans send another human on the stranger, on the internet, another stranger on the internet, $30,000? Right. Right. It's because that human has something that they can't get anywhere else. And it's them, their energy. That's right. Their energy, their lived experiences. So it's like, make it your commitment from day one in your business to be you. Mm -hmm. Show up on your stories, be you. Create the offers that you want to share, right? Like, it's just this big context of doing you to the fullest. That's what's going to make you wildly, wildly successful. Mm -hmm. I'm receiving that. And I'm sure our listeners and viewers are absolutely receiving that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the aligned five, five final questions for all of our guests. What life experience has had the single most impact on how you live your life now? Oh, 
single life experiences that have an impact on how I live now. Hmm. Definitely a big one is, was getting sober, right? I mean, that will always be my, till the, till the day I leave earth, I truly believe that will always be my biggest quote unquote accomplishment Mm -hmm. was getting sober and allowing myself to finally feel all of the different things. Mm. No longer try to like cope or attach or be someone else, but like to truly experience me and life in all of its essence. Outside of that, like the biggest experiences have been plugging in and being stretched by mentors. I mean, truly, when you play in the realm with humans who know the sky isn't even the limit, I mean, like there is no way that you cannot experience significant shifts. Mm -hmm. Because again, it's like, I'm sure there's going to be someone that can resonate with this. But even today, in many ways, it's like, I don't have humans in person that I can plug in with and they just get it. It's like, they would so love to just see me on fire passionately, like celebrating all of the different things that are going so amazing. And equally, they would feel so nourished to also listen to all of the ways that it's hard rather than being like, well, you have X, you shouldn't be mad about Z, right? So it's like plugging in with humans that just, again, like they get it. They know anything is possible. They've walked that walk before and therefore they can hold unwavering belief and your ability to do the same. Every single container and mentor that I have gotten myself in the room with, those have been some of the biggest life experiences that have 1000% we borrow their belief. Yeah, absolutely. And the pool of having like minds inside that container. There's nothing like it for sure. Uh, What's the hardest pattern you've ever had to break? Seeking external validation. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. I can, I can absolutely relate to that as I'm sure many people can. What's one thing you do consistently to expand your comfort zone? Two big things that come to mind. I've said this one a lot, but it's like this is the answer for a lot of things, right? Making huge investments in myself and being expanded by mentors. The other thing that I continually do to get myself out of my comfort zone is I allow my business to grow with me. So I am constantly doing new offers that I have never done before, right? Anytime you put yourself in a container to lead, in an entirely new way, you're expanding your comfort zone. I also continue to allow myself to serve clients at a higher and a higher level. And it's like, again, the more you allow yourself to serve humans, where it's like life is absolutely magical. Now I want to make it magic on crack. It's like, (laughs) those are going to be things that really, really stretch and get you out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. Final, oh, almost the final. Second to last one. What advice would your eight-year-old and 88-year-old self tell you now? Be way too much. Say that again? Be way too much. Oh, damn much. Be way too much. Own your too muchness. As a child, I was such a performer. I was like the life of the party. I was always making my family laugh and do all of the things like I was going to be a professional singer on American Idol. And it's like, I lost some of that magic. 
I allowed Mm -hmm. everyone's perceptions of me to let myself shrink a bit, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like the advice that my eight-year-old self would give to me, my 80-year-old self, the advice that I would give to anyone is be way too damn much because who it is for, it is going to be for so freaking bad. And you are always, always going to experience resistance in your life if you're not playing at the level you know you are meant to. Mm. So just commit to it. Be way too much. Be way too little. Be way too yourself. Mm. Get off. Got it. And see, this is a great point where we're going to quickly side improv in the moment because this will help some people. I know you've said to me, given that what you just said. I was the life of the party as the kid. I was the, you know, that whole piece. But you've also said, I'm an introvert, which a lot of people might, the definition of introvert really is that we get our energy when we, when we get self time by ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't want to put work, obviously your experience is your experience. What, what is your definition and your experience around that for some people who say, well, I'm an introvert, but, but. How is she so outgoing in life for the party and all this? But she says she's an introvert, right? I mm, think mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of context here, right? So it's like, just like you said, right? Perfect definition of an introvert. I recharge when I'm alone. And also, I really freaking love my own company. And one of the things that I've gotten to really lean into, right, with creating a business where it's like, I show up a lot right? I have one-on-one calls with clients. I lead bigger trainings. I'm showing up on social media. I have people in my DMs, right? Like there's a lot of human stimulation, right? I love, love, love and get so damn fueled by my soulmate humans. And this is why one of the biggest things that I teach in business is like, you are not available for everyone, right? Like you have a soulmate human Make it the commitment. You only work with soulmate humans because whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you're going to be having just as much fun as you would if you were enjoying your own company. Now, the other thing, right? Like this, having the time of your life, that's a big piece of what I teach and preach. It's like, have the time of your life with everything. What we get to honor is us having the party of the year or their time of our life. It's going to look so different for everyone. It's like how... How often do you maybe tell yourself, oh, but my life is so boring. Like, I don't know what to post. You know, I just wake up and then I drink my coffee and I sit at my desk and it's like, oh, I'm like, how many other humans do that? (laughs) How freaking relatable is that? And you get one life. So why wouldn't you be drinking your coffee like you're having the time of your life? Why would you not be coming into your office and celebrating your space like you're having the party mm-hmm. of the year, right? Like, why would we not be having the time of our life with every single thing that we do? So it's like, once you honor who you are and you realize, when I say life of the party, I don't mean like I'm out like clubbing, doing all the things, like constantly traveling. Like, I'm literally having the time of my life in my dream apartment with my fur child. And I get to travel when I want, but a lot of times it's like, oh, I'm having the party of my life, enjoying an afternoon of soul nourishment at the pool. So it's like whenever we're having 
self-imposed beliefs about like, this is boring or like, how do I make this the time of my life? It's like, go with them. Don't put Um, your own projections on other people. Like, how can you make this the time of your life for you? Not for a performance for Instagram, right? But like, you get one human experience, like make it the, make it the party of your life for you. And also realize humans really love to pay mentors who are genuinely happy without their money. They're not waiting for their yes or no to have the time of their life. Like they are genuinely happy and they have so much to pour into you. Right. And I want to highlight this because this is a very profound spiritual teaching that you're making so easy and accessible for people. And it's really around, you know, like this piece of like, you know, in the East, we talk about seva, which means selfless service. And when things seem hard or when things seem like monotonous, as soon as you make that switch to doing it out of service to a higher power, if that's something you believe in or connected with, it's like all of a sudden the monotonous starts getting done for you and starting. I still have to make that shift sometimes like seva, seva, service. And then it's like, oh, like, you know. Uh, and, and so I think that's a, I think that's a beautiful piece. And I think I'm thinking of a similar saint from the East that said that the word enthusiasm comes from the word enthusiasmos, which is Greek derivation for God within releasing God within. And so it's like being enthusiastic to be enthusiastic because that's your divine, you know, thing. And that's, that's, you reminded me of that teaching. And that's a really good reminder is, 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 I mean, that's a spiritual virtue, practicing enthusiasm intentionally, because it's not just naturally going to always happen. Doing things out of service, practicing, practicing enthusiasm. To me, that's what one thing I'm reminded for and and take away from that. I think that's really valuable. And that's, that, that makes it party for sure. Okay. Final question. What does personal alignment mean for you? Mm. Personal alignment to me means doing the things that feel good, doing the things that honor my truth, doing the things that are full body. Hell yes. Beautiful. I love it. Well, for all of those who are just like, okay, this is amazing. They can't get enough of you, Lex. And they want to get more and they want to learn more. They want to see your world. They want to learn more about you. And maybe dive into some of the things that you're doing. Let's plug away. I want you to let us know what you're most focused on right now, where people can reach you. Uh, I'm going to let you totally, I could sit here and make tell links and handles, but I want to let you do it exactly in the way that you want to do, because I want this to be uh, as accessible for everyone. And by the way, we will put these links and handles and things in the show notes, of course. If you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be in the description. Uh, podcast, podcast notes, but I'll turn it over to you. Let them know where they can come find you. I love it. I'm going to keep it super simple, right? The the place to come find me and hang out is on Instagram. It is Lex underscore not. And I know that David will list it out below. So come, come rock out with me on Instagram, just like we've kind of been playing with in here. Like I am constantly doing new and exciting things. So it's like if you are really excited to break hella rules, you're ready to lead with the spiritual, the feminine, you're ready to play in a world where it's like nothing makes sense and you're doing things that are absolutely unreal and you never even imagined, it's like come hang out with me on social media. I love jamming on all things, selling, offers, 
boundaries, soulmate human, absolutely everything that you could possibly need to get from little, little baby stepping out, building the business. Or if you're already at 10K, 20K months, like we absolutely have it all. And I just so appreciate having this space today. It has been so incredibly fun to jam with you. Oh, yeah, we absolutely. I know that we'll do more and bigger things, other things, different things in the future. Uh, it's it's an absolute privilege and a pleasure, not just for everyone listening, because I know you, you, you've dropped so many nuggets today, but it's such a... It's such a privilege and a pleasure for me personally to not only watch you grow and watch you expand and learn from you and be inspired by the, the, the joys and the ups and the downs and everything and just watching you grow. But, you know, I'm really just grateful for our friendship. And, you know, that like, like we said, some people we just, we just uh, connect with. And I'm really grateful for that and how that will uh, evolve in the future and many amazing fun things to come. So with that, thank you so much, Lex. And thank you everyone for listening. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye for now.